Lawrence Taylor and I, we were matched on a Monday night football game. The, the coach called a play where I, I had to go back and crack back on Lawrence. Oh. So the first time he called it, I go in. Lawrence didn't see me. I hit him here. I knock him down. On oh, the shit, Oh, my God. Willie. He gets up cursing me out. He's like, you little motherfucker. Oh, man, so this is an awesome episode of um, Hot Boxing with um, Evan Britton, man. And we got the one and only Evan. Put it down on us, Evan. Introduce him, Evan. The one and only Super Bowl champ, fastest man in NFL history, Damn. Willie Gold. What's up, what's up? The fastest man in NFL history, Willie? Well, I don't know about that. I mean, I'm sure at least one of them. I mean, arguably, but, you know, one of them, right. Hell yeah. Oh, top, so, top two or three. Oh, so, oh, so tell me that. What, is the, what, what speed do you have to accomplish to, you know I mean, to establish that? Okay, so this is it, guys. There is TV speed and then there's real speed. In I want to know the league. real speed. Oh, real speed, okay. So when you go talk about real speed, speed is measured by the 100 meters in, in any Olympics. So if you, if you talk about people who played in the National Football League who ran great 100-meter times, you talk about Bob Hayes, of course, who was a world record holder, 995. Jump to Absolutely. And, Ooh. you know, the, the guy now who's in the league who plays at Kansas City, he's run 9-9. He's good. Cheetah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, Tyreek. He's, Tyreek Hill, yeah. He's, he's good. Uh, when you talk about real speed, you got Sam Grady, you got myself. You got Ron Brown. You got uh, James Jett. How about Skeets Nehemiah? Skeets Nehemiah was... He was hurdles. He was hurdles, but he was fast. But he wasn't... He was probably 10 flat, 10-1, which is amazing. What about the Uh, Rocket? Rocket was quick. What about his brother? Which one? His brother was quick, too. Chris, yeah. But Rocket was quicker. Yeah. But if you talk about top 10... I'm not sure make, Rocket makes the top okay, 10. Okay, I can dig it. Uh, Dale Green makes the top 10. Dale ran 10, I think 10, 12, 10, 18. Uh, but when you talk about real speed, it's different. I mean, newscasters say, oh, my gosh, he's fast just because he caught someone who was much slower. So it makes someone appear to be fast. But real speed is something that uh, is God-given. Real speed to me is two guys who, who claim they're the best in the world and they're going Exactly. At it. Yeah. See, and that's what it is. That's, that's, that's a Usain Bolt. Yeah. Because people say, oh, Usain Bolt, people can beat Usain Bolt in football. I go, you, you have no idea. It's not even close. First of all, in track, you go off a gun. So your reaction time is a little bit different. In football, it's off your reaction time. So your time will be quicker. So you actually gain. Who was that last guy that beat Usain Bolt? What's his name again? You're talking about uh, Justin Gatlin? With Gatlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, it was his, his twilight years. I mean, it's like uh, when he was at his top, when he ran 9, 5, 9, no one was close. Wow. I mean, Tyson Gay was a close and he yeah. ran 9, 6. So, but Usain Bolt is a different because like, he's so like tall. That's like incredible speed, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, that's yeah. like unheard of speed it's unheard for of. human beings. Well, right? especially, yeah. Mike, because he's so tall. Yeah, he's 6'5", 6'6", six, 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 right? Six, right. Yeah. And think about it. A guy 6'6", six, six, is in front of a guy who's 5'8", yeah. at 30 meters. Yeah, that, that's, not supposed that's to work. Cr- that not, way. not supposed to work that way. But you know, he's an anonymy. He's really fast and he's great talent and a yeah. great guy, happy guy. You know, yeah, he's in awesome, Troy's life for sure. He'd but that's be a real good sport. guest on the pod. Oh, he'd be a great awesome. guest. Jamaica man, yeah, yeah, that, must, that must have been incredible because he had a lot of pressure on him back then. Of course, but the he was so confident. With the guy, yeah, Tyson was asking about yeah. the other guy. Tyson, about. Tyson Gay, uh, yeah, the other guy, uh, Justin Gatlin, Gatlin was. Oh yeah, absolutely, and and also his countryman. Um, what's his name? Asafa oh, Powell. Fuck. Yeah, Asafa Powell ran nine seven two, and then you, Johan Blake. Johan Blake was nine six. See, those guys are in different strata. There's nine six. There's like yeah. four or five guys, six guys maybe, seven guys, and then there's nine 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 eight, and then there's ten and above. So, so tell yeah. me, um, what do you think? Um, 
how do you recover from that after the race is over? How do you recover? How do your body feel from this? Well, see, this is the thing. People don't see all the hard work. I mean, when you go out and box, Mike, people just see the results. Like, yeah. oh, he oh, go out and Oh, shit. It's the same thing. Right. I mean, you got three months or four months yeah. of training. And during that process, right. you're getting your ass oh, kicked. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> same thing yeah, in track. Yeah. I mean, think about you it. You ain't looking pretty. In not, track, we start pretty. in November. We start November 1st to run in June. So November, December, January, February, March, we're kicking butt. We're yeah. on the beach. We're at the park. We're running hills. We're doing weights. We're pushing. I mean, everything. So what happens is when you run 100 meters, you run further in practice. You run 300, 400, 500 to get ready to run a 100. So when you run 100, you can recover faster because you're already, you've already done it. So it's a lot of training. I mean, a lot of training goes into that. People don't realize. They just see the end result. Yeah. So as a real athlete, you know, we all know. We've been there. It's not what you see on Sunday or what you see on the Saturday night when the boxing. It's all the stuff before. Do you have those guys? Monday through Friday. You know, I mean, I'm sure you have them in football too. We have them, but those guys that get in the gym and can beat everybody that kick the champ, kick everybody, <laughs> and then you put them in front of a screen, put them exactly. in front of some people, put some lights on, put some popcorn. They fucking yeah. fail. Yeah. They're, they're called practice. Uh, they're practice pros. Right? Yeah. Exactly. What kind practice of people? Are you? Those, you get those guys. Right? Oh, you yeah. guys probably running like hell. Oh, yeah, you're on track yeah. and can't do anything. We have, we have a guy one right now who is he, he says he's from. Uh, Trinidad, but we have no idea where he's from. <laughs> and he, he claims he, he's run 10-4 before in 100 meters, but at practice, I mean, he just practices, never runs. So he, I think he's afraid to run, really, because he, he doesn't really want to expose himself before it's what he runs. I want to yeah. run. I want to run against the best. Yeah, exactly. I want to run against the best to push myself. So. Hell yeah, but yeah absolutely. Called oh practice players. Practice I'd player. be so pissed off, especially being an o- offensive lineman. <laughs> And going against the DNs every day, right. and like Doodle throw some nasty oh, yeah. pass rush move on Absolutely. me, right? In For practice, sure. beat beat the hell out of me. And then we get into the games. I'm watching him. He's just getting ragdolled by <laughs> exactly. this guy on the other team. Right, exactly. Yeah, I'm like that dude sucks. Right, That's the same thing I say in the fight. This right. guy like whip my ass in the gym. I saw him with this bum, this bum knocking him down, right, exactly. beating him right. up. I'm like, what the fuck? Right, what are exactly. you doing? I know because the the nerve. I mean, I think it's the nerve, the pressure. Of uh, competing because yeah, competing yeah, is different than practice. Pressure. That's yeah. what makes when you, the right. that's what make the champion different from the great when, fighters. Right. You know? When you practice, you're practicing. When you but when it's for real, it's for real. Yeah. You know, and that's a different animal. We yeah. all know that because we've been there. So absolutely. it's interesting, man. It's very in interesting the, in the competition. That's when all of that training just happens because oh, yeah. you're not thinking in a game. You're not thinking a game. You just yeah. it's reacting. It's just what did you reactions. think about Carl Lewis in his day? Carl Lewis. He's okay, I tell you about Carl. Carl Lewis is great. Carl Lewis and I actually made the first junior. Olympic team together uh-huh. and then we made that first Olympic team together we broke the world's record together in a 4 by 100 meter relay uh, Carl ran anchor I ran second mm. and in Helsinki in 1983 it was the first time any team ever had gone under 38 uh, seconds we ran 37.86 I ran second Carl ran anchor Emmett King from Alabama ran first Calvin Smith ran third and uh, it was amazing Helsinki but Carl Carl was a guy of course, Carl was the Usain Bolt of his time. Mm. I mean, he was undefeated in 100, 200, long jump. He had, you know, records. And he was just an amazing athlete, really, really amazing athlete. Yeah. And he worked uh, out pretty good, too. Oh, yeah, good Carl, training, Carl huh? worked out, trained a lot. Because, he, well, he ran long jump, and he ran 100, 200. So you had to. I mean, in track and field, you, you can't hide because you know, it's you yeah. against the clock. If yeah. you don't do the work, then the time is not going to show. So Carl had to work hard. And I've been around some amazing guys like Walter Payton, of course. In Chicago, Walter Payton is. Um, I met Walter before I was drafted by the Bears, and so we had become friends. 
And so when I got there to have that friendship with him and see the way he trained and the way he worked, it was amazing. This guy was so strong. Yeah. Did you ever train with him? Animal. Oh, yeah. He well, had told me one day. He told me. He yeah, exactly. said, Mike, man, you have to work out. Exactly. We got to get you back in yeah, shape. Yeah, yeah, man. Mike, Did he, he say crazy. that to you? Yeah. <laughs> he so was amazing. Sweet. That's amazing, dude. Walter was one of the, the – he was he, – first of all, he was a practical joker. He would do anything. You, you wouldn't know what was happening. All of a sudden, a, a bomb or firecrackers would go off at your feet or something oh, like that. He was shit. really crazy. Yeah, fuck with you. Oh, yeah, he would. But he was so strong. His his forearms was like this wood here. He was an animal. So he hit someone like that. Incredible. Oh, yeah. Always in shape. Always in shape. You remember that hill you off? Oh, yeah. It's always cool. That run up there. Yeah. Who's the animal? Yeah. animal. We do, we do hills up, up sand, too, which is, oh, my gosh, Mike, it kills you. You ever worked? Oh, with, you ever hills. played against Lawrence Taylor? Oh my! Oh, I got, I got a great Lawrence oh, Taylor story. I know. You gotta have a story <laughs> yes. with that guy. Okay, so Hit us with that. So, man. so okay, Lawrence Taylor. Now we Lawrence. They won the Super Bowl the year after we won it. So we were matched on a Monday Night Football game, the first game of the year, of the two Super Bowl champions. So I played a flanker. So I was on the left side, and Lawrence landed lining on the, the the left side of his defense. So the, po- the coach called a play where I-, I had to go back and crack back on Lawrence. Oh, fuck. So I was probably from here to the wall to Lawrence, <laughs> which is about 20 feet. So the first time he called it, I go in. Lawrence didn't see me. I hit him here. I knock him down. On oh, the shit, Oh, my God. Willie. He gets up cursing me out. He's like, you little motherfucker. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then he goes up to the coach. He goes up to the coach dick and starts cursing Coach Dick out. If you ever call that play, I'll, I'll, I'll fuck you up, coach. I remember seeing this. Exactly. And I've then, so, so Mike. The coach called the very same play the very next time. Okay? So I line up again. Lawrence look at me and go, oh, you're going to do the same thing? I go, oh, shoot. I hope. Oh, shit. So as soon as the ball snapped, I go towards Lawrence. He turns around just like that in my head. I went, oh. Oh, fuck. Knocked me out. I told you I was going to get you. I told you, little man. Dude, I remember that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was so funny. And Lawrence and I talked about that about three or four months ago. We laughed about it. It was really funny. um. Mike, that's the worst <laughs> thing. This, I saw this thing to the life and times of LT. This oh, guy was in. Right. He, this guy's not human. He was, yeah. cr- he was great. Well, you guys not, are very similar, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. God Mike, Mike you weren't human either, Mike, believe huh. me. Yeah. You were amazing, Mike. I mean, just, you, you beat guys before they go in the ring, really. Yeah, because absolutely. they were intimidation, and Lawrence was like that. I mean, yeah, def- uh, offensive tackle. He was not trying to intimidate you. Oh, that would kill you, little oh, oh yeah, <laughs> dude. Lawrence Taylor. If you is ever the do that again, I'm a <laughs> dude. I gotta do what I gotta do. But oh, you know, God. it was not pretty though. Man, he's, first on time court, I he's on the field talking shit. That's oh yeah, oh yeah, kill you, you. Oh yeah, no, no, always, always, LT, man. always for sure. It was crazy. The first time I got him though, I knocked him down. Man, he was not happy. Oh, God. I, but that was that was my badge. It's like because I don't do that. I mean, I'm a little guy. Small that's guy. that's one of the nastiest <laughs> plays, man, oh, in yeah. the NFL is yeah. those crack back crack plays. Backs. And you got to hit him high. You can't hit him low. Oh, yeah. So, you so I, hit him, him I hit him like right here on the shoulders in yeah. this area, which was really hard, but he didn't see it off yeah. balance because he was looking this way. Yeah. Bam! Oh, yeah. Man, he got up, Mike. Man. He was, I almost, ran, almost ran to the locker room. I was like, yeah. man, you... <laughs> But we we joke about it now. I got to tell you guys a story. It's the it's the worst bit of hazing that I've ever I ever experienced or saw. It was secondhand. But when we were on the Bears, right? It was training camp, Oof. and we'd go to um, in Plattsville. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and one morning, our our rookie O lineman Kyle Long, he's late. <laughs> he's right. late. And, like, we're all ready to go out to practice, padded up, taped up. You know, it takes a fucking hour to get ready for football practice. Right, right. 
We're all ready to go, about to get on the field, and Kyle comes pulling up in the in a golf cart with some assistant, and he's like, he looks exhausted. <laughs> We're like, dude, did you go out fucking partying all night? And he's like, dude, I had to sleep in my car. And we're like, what the fuck? Why did you do that? And he said, well, last night when we went back to our rooms, I got in my bed and I'm just sitting there looking at my playbook. And all of a sudden I see this movement on my blanket. There was a tarantula in my bed. One of the vets had gone and put a fucking tarantula in the dude's bed. Oh, my gosh. Before he got back to his room. Why would he do that? Because that's what they do. That's what they do. That's crazy. Straight I didn't stuff. sleep the next night because I was like, motherfucker, that <laughs> thing's probably running around <laughs> right, here now. Probably. Absolutely. That's oh crazy. Oh, oh, training camp stories are crazy. Training Did they make camp. you sing your, your, na- your alma mater? Oh, yeah. I had to do okay, that. Okay, so to do that. So, Mike, when, when you're, a rookie comes into the league, they usually make them sing the alma mater in front of the, the whole team. So they always mess with rookies. They make them pay for stuff. They make them do I mean, everything. It was crazy. I mean, that's the way it goes with rookies. I mean, I have some stories with the Bears. Are crazy. Tell me about Mc, um, McMahon. Barry Sanders. Oh, my gosh. Barry Sanders. Did he was, fake your team out? Oh, my gosh. The guy, the, the tackle. Oh, of course. I, I used to, you know what, Mike? I used to sit there, I used to sit there <laughs> and watch out. Barry on our defense while he was there. The offense, was, the, the defense was there. And he Barry was crazy. He was crazy. His, his moves, because he's so low to the ground. I mean, he make moves and guys go here and he's over there. It was just <laughs> yeah, very unbelievable. And, I mean, he if he didn't retire, he'd probably have twenty thousand yards. Yeah, I mean, he was amazing, amazing, <laughs> just a great guy. And of course, Jim McMahon was our quarterback who was he really was, crazy. Yeah, he was nuts. McMahon. Well, still is. I can't say it was. He still is crazy. Jim is crazy. I, I see him on the golf Jim's course. Jim's a man. He's he was he's crazy. He was good though. But you know what? Jim was right for our team at that time. Yeah, he was perfect. We had Dicka who was crazy, yeah. and McMahon who was crazy. So yeah. they both were like you know, butt heads, but yeah. they were good for each other. Well, what the guy you had was from Browns, Otis Otis Wilson. Wilson, yeah. Oh, Otis, Otis was amazing. Yeah, he's that from my neighborhood. Oh yeah, Browns of Brooklyn. Oh, yeah wow. exactly. Yeah, Otis. I still stay in touch with Otis. Otis was oh, great. That's man. Awesome. I mean, we had three of the greatest linebackers when you think about it. You had Otis Wilson, Mike Singletary, and Wilbur Marshall. <laughs> Those guys, I, I mean, I would take those guys over anybody. Those guys were amazing. Best They're defense best, in the history of the league. I think arguably one of the best defense yeah. in the history of the league because they could do so much. That 46 defense just put so much pressure on guys. I Man. mean, those guys, they worked hard. We trained after practice. Even We have a hard practice. We stay out there another 20, 30 minutes going through drills and running and doing extra things. So we really were dedicated to winning. I want to talk to you about the Bears because the Chicago fans, they're some of the best fans in the world. You were on 85, huh? Pardon, oh, yeah. Pardon on. 85 Bears were great. They're they just – and the funny thing is about the Bears is when I came there, they they had a good year. I think they made it to the playoffs, but they had just released Urlacher, so there was a right, lot right. of tension. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's still like no matter how the Bears do, it's like last year was the 85 Bears. Right. And this exactly. year we're going back to right, the Super exactly. Bowl. Yeah. You know? Well, until until that happens again, I think the 85 Bears will be revered. Because think about it, guys. The, totally, the, man. The city hadn't won a championship in almost 60 years. Yeah. Since 1960 or whatever. Yes. So the 85 Bears came. And Chicago was always known as a second city. You know? And people thought, oh, well, there's New York. There's L.A. Right, right. Oh, there's Dallas. Oh, Chicago somewhere. But so we sort of embottled, embottled what 
championships were made of, and we brought the interest of the entire world. Yeah. I mean, we did the Super Bowl Shuffle, which is a big yeah, thing. Yeah, we watched it yesterday. Right, exactly. watched it yesterday. Yeah, and uh, I helped produce and direct that and write that. And Hell so yeah, bro. We, we became like the folk hero around the world. Yeah. So people, the interest of the NFL grew, I think, by 30 or 40% that year. And so we also helped save football that year because we really brought cool. life back into the league. It was you amazing. Got, um, maybe you saw the refrigerator made a touchdown. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He was amazing. How's he doing now? He had a heart attack or something? Yeah, I think he had a stroke. Uh, I thought he had sick. Yeah, he, he, lost, he was down to like 190 or 200 pounds, but now oh, he's wow. back up at 300. Fuck. So, But he has his challenges. But yeah. think about it. Fridge was... 200, 360, 370 pounds. We call him Biscuit because we say he was biscuit. a biscuit away from 400. Fritz could stand, stand underneath <laughs> Fritz could stand underneath a goal post and, sta- and jump and, and dunk the ball. Freak yeah. athlete. Yeah. 6'1", 6'2", 360 pounds. Freak athlete. Think about it. That's, explosive. Oh, yeah. Explosive. He, yeah. I mean, his, his thighs are like this. Big. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Totally yeah, so he, he ran for a touchdown. He uh, He's tried to throw a throw for a touchdown. Tackle. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, called a touchdown, but no, he was he was good. He was really good. Good tackle. We had a good right. team. Yeah, I've done a lot in my life. I mean, I made yeah. two Olympic teams. I made the Summer Olympics and the Winter Olympics. And you were on the team that boycotted the boycotted 80 Olympics. 80 Olympics. 1980? Yeah, 1980. God, how old was you in 1980, oh, man? Yeah, <laughs> How old were you? I was like 10. <laughs> Seriously, you were 14. Like 19? 16, 1980, man. I was, I was 19 in 1980. Oh, you wow. serious? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, man. It was, it was, I was Carl Lewis, myself, Ronaldo Nehemiah, Edwin Moses. Moses. Oh, yeah. Moses. Moses. He's the coolest he's fucking cool. guy. Oh, he's cool. He's so smooth. He's like right. a, well, one of those Zen guys. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's on a smooth guy. He's seen him yep. say a word. Mike, he was Looks undefeated like, for like 120 races, which is almost crazy. unheard of. That's so, like them old time oh, yeah. races, In the 400 meter hurdles, which is a crazy technical event. But Mike, yeah, he was a... The only thing he was doing was weed, right? Well, <laughs> he's so he's weed. too mellow not to smoke weed. I don't, but he's too cool not well, to smoke weed. He was, he was he's cool. He's too fucking he, cool. He is really got, cool. He got an edge because he's too fucking cool. He's really man. cool. He's, he's so edge, cool, he's edgy. Yeah, he's so cool, he's edgy. He's, he's edgy cool. cool. Yeah. Exactly. Hell yeah. But he was amazing. So we all we made that, that team vibe. together, man. We went to, you know, we, we had an alternate game, which has an asterisk. I want to go mellow in that game, which oh. was an asterisk, but we had actually more people, more countries participate than the actual Olympic game in Moscow in 80. We boycotted because the Russians were in Afghanistan. So President Carter thought we shouldn't right. go, which we all thought we should go and beat them in their own Yeah, home exactly. Field. But the, the bad thing about it is that the, sum, the winter Olympic team in 1980 went to the Olympics. Yeah. The summer, the, we the didn't. The hockey guys. Yeah, the hockey guys. They won. But so they, they didn't let us go, which was really sad. But we all were cocky. We were 19. Yeah. Like, oh, it doesn't matter. We'll go again in the next one. But it doesn't happen like that, Mike. You know, I mean, you, you get one shot yeah. in life Don't sometimes. Give me the chances in life. You'll Listen, give me the chances. That's Olympics, what I would tell yeah. young kids now. Take yeah. advantage of your moment. Exactly. This won't last for long. It won't last forever. You know, right. you take advantage of your moment. You have to go somewhere else and prepare right. for your next yeah. journey. Yeah. yeah. You have to prepare it's, for the next journey. It's about you know, what I didn't understand in boxing, I used to... Um, I'm a very lucky guy, and I, you know, I'm grateful for God or the Creator, whoever. I never, put, I never planned, for, I never had a plan B to get out of right. this shit. Mm-hmm. I never thought right, about right, getting right. out of it. You yeah. know, I, mean? I was enjoying this, doing this through right. the way. I thought this was gonna last forever, and people right. said, not gonna last forever. Man, fuck you, I'm right. Tyson. I'm a fucking god. It's gonna right. last forever. You right. crazy? Right. This and that, and this and that, and then you say, fuck, this shit didn't here. last. Forever. Right. And when it's gone, it's fucking gone. Everything else is fucking right. like um, osmosis. What happened to that? This and that. It's just all gold. Right. Yeah, it all fucking goes. It's and, time and flies. Besides man. that, you're gonna have some extra fucking lawsuits on 
Yeah, you <laughs> have some fucking tax bullshit you gotta deal you're with. Gonna be you're in gonna the be hole. fucked up. Yeah, you're gonna X-wise. be in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no, Willie, don't remind me. That's why kids like come out of nowhere. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Looks just like me, though. Yeah, who the fuck is that? You gotta start a relationship oh, late with this kid yeah. and shit. It's, it's a life, though. It's part of life, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's what makes us who we are, you know. It's one of those things that, you know, it's, it's a ride, you know. There, it's a roller coaster, you know. You got ups and you got downs, and it's just you gotta ride it. And when you're going down, you gotta ride and it. Know, you know what I realized? That um, life is about giving it your hardest kick exactly. as long as you're living. Exactly. Keep fighting hard, hard exactly. for what you want in life, and just in life, and just keep fighting hard, hard, and don't give up. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's your so last true. Breath. Absolutely. Your last breath. Don't give up. Don't keep give fighting. Up. Exactly. I yeah. see a lot of my friends. They just gave up. Died of broken hearts. Or yeah. Killed themselves. Actually, physically killed right. themselves for loneliness. Actually. Yeah. Think it's all over because they don't have no fucking money. Right. They think it's over. These are great people, but they think it's nothing right. if they don't have no fucking exactly. money. Because the society thinks yeah. that, you know, that's, oh, that's a measurement. Man. Society is wealth is here. You got to be a certain way, but yeah. you don't. It's all in here. It's all in here. You know, it's all in the heart. You know what place. a lot of us don't understand? It took me a while that we love you. We, we glad that you made money. We're the champion of it, right. but we loved you before, because we, exactly, yeah, before, before you exactly. even had money and exactly. stuff. We don't even matter. think because we have a fucking low self idea of ourselves. Exactly. You think nobody That's wants to be with us if you have money to have something. They right. love you anyway, exactly. but you don't love yourself to realize that. Right. You don't see the good quality in you, so they loved you anyway. Right. Yeah. And what That's I try to tell people, Michael, money. is that every morning and every night I look in the mirror. I brush my teeth or whatever, but I want to be able to, to like that person. Oh, that's, that's deep. You like that guy because of the things that you've done and the things that you're doing and the things that you know and think. So if you do that, then it's all. That's what I work great. on now. Work on liking that guy. Liking that mirror. guy in the mirror. Because you are a very special individual, a human being. No one's like you. No one's like me. No one's like you. We're all special in our own way. So we have to understand and give what we can. It, it's all about what's that dash in between you're born oh, and die. Yes, what did you do in between? What did your dash? What did your dash say? The dash is a big small, but it's a big. Thing. And you you have a big dash, Michael. You know you you've uh, big dash. You've brother. inspired so many people by what you've done. You know, in the place that you come from, you come from nothing, and then you build this thing, and it's like it's all gut, but we can see it. It's all grit and gut and heart and just you know savages and just do your thing because that's what you have to do. And we realize it. And then we see the sensitive side of the pigeon and that thing. You know, it's like, wow, this guy is a beast in the ring, but yet he loves pigeons because it's like a bird. It's like it's so indicative of life because we birds, we want to fly. But yet we want to be tough, too. We want to do tough things. But the pigeons, man, that was like, wow, that's really, really deep. So I, I really appreciate it. I learned a lot about you through that, not even talking to you about it, but understood what it was, you know. I don't know. You just you know. I just come from not from not being nowhere, right? And then all of a sudden you're somewhere and don't know how to really what the fuck right. to do when you exactly. get there. Right, right, what exactly. am I going to do here? Right, exactly. Do I really deserve this? Do right. I own this stuff? It's, it's again that's yeah. that's you self deserve, right? <laughs> yeah, because right. if you'd have been confident in yourself, like man, this is where I'm supposed to yeah. be. This is it. No that's problem. What I would say that. Exactly. I deserve this shit. Everybody right. stop. Everybody gets. Stop up to me, give me sex, these beautiful women. They don't exactly. even know me. They don't right, know exactly. I'm a pig. I got some diseases. It's come up, hey, we love it doesn't you. Matter. Right, exactly. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It was just about being with Mike. You yeah, know, it's, it's really it. sick. Absolutely. <laughs> it's it is. It's interesting, right? It's an interesting world. But the thing I like to say also, Mike, is that, you know, time is our most valuable asset. Uh, you know, uh, we can never get it back. The time that we waste, the time that fast, we... Oh, too fast, too Whatever. Yeah. You can't never get it back. So we have to be very conscious of our time, and that's why... I appreciate your time with, that you're going to spend with me 
And my time was worth coming here because I respect you that much. And I'm so grateful right. that you came Absolutely. here. And um, life is about our journey. Absolutely. And who we meet in our journey. Because our journey right. will be over shortly. Right. Absolutely. And it's just um, being, um, I'm, I'm really happy in my journey and the people Absolutely. I've met in my journey. Right. Well, I just want to let you know, man, if you need me for anything, but I'm going to give you guys my information. I appreciate that, If you need me for anything, whether it be, whatever, you can call me. I'm always going to be brother. there. Hell yeah, Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. Sure. Let's talk about your stories with Hugh. Half. Uh-uh. Stories with Hugh? Yeah. Which, which Hugh? Parties <laughs> at the Playboy Mansion, dude. I say, let's say this. I had fun at the Playboy Mansion. I mean, I was there. I started going when I was in college. I could make the Playboy All-American team. Oh, sweet. So I, I started yeah, going right. in college before I got drafted in 83. So I, I was at the Playboy Mansion from 79 to maybe a couple years ago. So I've seen everything at the Playboy Mansion. Seen everything, sort of done everything. So it was really, it's a really amazing place. Oh, Grotto is, yeah, the Grotto is great. I left it. The grotto. I came there late. I was always high and fell asleep. <laughs> I was hoping I wasn't farting while I was sleeping. <laughs> yeah, fuck, I passed out. Everybody's watching television and I'm passing out and I'm exactly. hoping I wasn't farting. And I'm, oh, fuck, I'm sleeping. Nobody waked me up. Oh, I was man. always wide awake and understood what was happening. So it was good. But it, it was a great place. I mean, it's, it's a, a male's paradise really when you think about it yeah. and you know it it's it's a place where i think you sort of leave your egos at the door and just go in from a fantasy standpoint and just enjoy it and and not get caught up in the to who's not there who's there whatever and just enjoy yourself by, by being there it was great but he was a great he was a great guy wasn't he, I, he was. I, um sounds cool always looked at it from this perspective he didn't know me well he probably knew my name but he didn't know me well but he always showed me respect exactly family, absolutely whole family always showed me yep. respect brought me in absolutely. Brought, me, brought food to me gave yep. me food you know I me mean, asked me to sit and took sleep. care of you it's awesome guy that's awesome and exactly. the, the, like he knew me all this exactly life. the parties yeah. I mean I like I, I went to like 4th of July parties I would go on movie night and movies with them and you know some of the other stuff like, some of, like yeah, I went to movies yeah the movie night what movies the movie was not important. Yeah, it was just yeah, everything around. Yeah, right, just exactly. Like, we were all together. <laughs> all right, exactly. Absolutely. It's cool. And it's at the Playboy Mansion, Beverly Hills. I mean, come on, guys. It's Playboy Mansion. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, yeah. Ladies, really nice. <laughs> oh, That's shit. an understatement. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really beautiful nice. ladies there. They were all great. And they loved him, you know, because he was the American, somewhat of the American dream, you know. He was, he was awesome. And he treated them nicely. I mean, you know, helped them out in their careers and, and just, you know, their rent. I mean, it's all that stuff. It's just part no, of No, that's it. what I did when I had all that fucking money. I was helping girls. I, was, you I know. I know, Mike. I heard I was, about that. Fuck. That's what I was doing. I don't blame her. Very that's generous. Very charitable. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Fuck. Everybody <laughs> does that, right? <laughs> like, hey, take a car. Hey, you want a car? Your, your, your house? Your house? Not everybody like, does that. Your, your poor, your wealthy. What the fuck? <laughs> Why not share the wealth, right? <laughs> Willie, yeah. are, do you use any CBD? I don't uh-huh. yet. Yeah, but I got some of the cream that I'm going to try. Yeah, man. So I'm going to try that, and uh, I just, I, you know, the guys, look, I, I've never drank, smoked, or done drugs in my life. Yeah, just What's because. That like, what is that like? <laughs> Yeah, what is that? Well, like it's, it's, well, so... I'm, all, I'm always a designated driver for sure. Yeah. Whenever I go up, my girlfriends and friends, they always go, "Okay, you're driving." Okay, great, no problem. And my friends, so it's no problem. But when I when I started this athletic thing, when I was very young, I saw first of all, I saw people drink and smoke, and they just abused it, and so I was like, "Oh, that's crazy." Then I said, "Okay, I'm an athlete. I want to run as fast as I can, be the best athlete I can." If I drink, it's not really going to help me. If I smoke, it's not going to help me because it's going to clog my lungs. I won't be fast. So I'm just not going to do it. So I decided very early not to do it. And I'll tell you a story, which will be in my, my documentaries, that when I was probably in high school, junior high school, I had a car. 
So we would go to practice, track practice. All the guys would be four guys. I let the guy drive, and I send him back. The guy lit up a joint or a cigarette, and I rolled out the window and stuck my head out and go, what are you doing? I go, well, I don't want smoke. You didn't they even want to inhale. No, they started laughing. I started laughing, too. They said, oh, my gosh, you're country. You're square. <laughs> and I go, you're right. So I laughed at myself because it was. It was funny, but it was okay. And I said, guys, it's okay. It's just that I think from me, from a mental standpoint, I think it's not going to help me be the person that I want to be from an ethnic sure. standpoint. I have right. a 16-year-old son that just totally don't believe in none of that stuff. Now I'm a 20-year-old that's great. that loves it. He right, exactly. party. Yep. That's I'm a so 16 year old Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, don't believe but, you know, but the thing about it is that I never uh, talk bad about anybody that does it. I, I encourage, whatever. I mean, it's, everything well, in moderation is okay. Everything's in moderation is okay. I mean, yeah. A lot of my friends drink. A lot of my friends smoke. Whatever. I just, okay, cool. The I give it to you. What, I have it at my house. No yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. No, the great thing about CBD, though, I know is that you know psychoactivity. I know. I, I, what I believe I've been researching it. Did you have any concussions when you played? I probably had a, several, but back then it's smelling sauce and go back yeah. to the game. Can you see one finger? Yeah, okay, go back to the game. Do you guys, what are your, <laughs> do you have any benefits through the league now? <laughs> no. Yeah, you don't, right? They're, they're I mean, really, you once totally you, once you retire, I think you get two years and then it, all your benefits are basically over. I mean, we ha- when I say benefits, your health benefits is the main right, thing. Right, right. Because wow. guys have to pay for insurance and it's so expensive. God. But, uh, I mean, it's something yeah. should be done about it and we're trying to do something about it. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's a long journey because it's, it's such a system. And I think, you know, because I, I do uh, work with the insurance company, we can do it. Probably it's going to cost us $15 and $20 million, which would probably be a million dollars per team per year. To get all that's probably that's tw- nothing. 20, 20, that's probably 20,000 guys, 15, 20,000 guys that are ex NFL players yes. that need insurance. Yes. So I'm working on a system to try to do that, but it's, it's such a machine. That I'd the NFL love to is talk terrible. with you about I mean, that. Not dude. terrible, but they're, they're huge. Guys sure. need to have lifetime health insurance. Well, and the thing about it, Mike, is this. The young guys, they don't really care because they're in it. They're doing it. They're yeah, getting they done. They don't realize they're going to be what we are yeah. in 10, 10 12 yeah. years. Listen, a guy 52 when I was 20, that was an old motherfucker. Oh, what are you talking right. about? Don't say yeah. shit, all right? I know. Yeah. You're too uh, What the fuck do you know about me? Yeah, I yeah, thought my, my, mom, my mom and yeah. dad was old in their 30s, and I was like, ah, in, at 15, 16, I was like, man, you guys are old. Yeah. Think uh, about it, man. Oh, my kids. 50 years old is like ancient. Yeah. Oh, well, you know the NBA guys have lifetime health insurance. Oh, I know they do. Believe me, I know yeah. Congress has lifetime insurance, <laughs> dude. And they get lifetime get payments. We got to get it. I mean, we, could get we it. have to. It's a fourteen billion dollar industry. Yeah, this absolutely. year, last year they made fourteen billion dollars, and two years ago, no doubt, and growing. That's right. So, I mean, I think out of that fourteen billion, which we help uh, create, yeah. I think we should uh, be eligible to be able to at least have uh, health insurance. Absolutely, That's because our pension is really not that great either. No. Think about it. I played 12 seasons in the National Football League. If I retire at, and get my pension at 55, I, I make $3,400 a month. $3,400 a month in California gets you buckets. In L.A.? I mean, it may get your food. It may pay for your utilities. It won't pay for rent. Won't pay anything. But you're still homeless. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to have a nice so, apartment. Exactly. No, no. It's not going to be bigger than that. Right. It's at no. the poverty level. So yeah. it's like, you know, so, but if you wait to 65, I'll get eight, over $8,000. But this is a key here, guys. Most of the guys in the National Football League, they die around 54 to 55 years of age. So yeah. they're not expecting you to reach 65 to get the higher amount. And that's why they do it. Yeah. It's all, I mean, it's all a plan. They understand that if you wait, then you're, you're not, probably not going to get there. Very few guys are going to get there. So I'm going to try to beat them and yeah. make sure I get there. 
Yeah. So that's why I stay in shape and you know do my thing and everything else. So God we'll too, man. Oh yeah. Listen, I must have health insurance, right? Because I just had an operation and it cost like three hundred something thousand. Yeah, you gotta have health insurance. Yeah, I'm not yeah. Like three hundred thousand. No, right. I used to pay out of my pocket. Oh, oh they like used to come on. Hey, listen. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, I right. had no idea. Fucking surgery cost a couple hundred thousand. Oh yeah, easy. What the fuck? You got fifty yeah. thousand just by going in the ER. Listen, Dang, I was man. never aware of that because they were always playing insurance. You know, you fight the. Oh yeah, they insured the fight. Exactly. Pay for you stuff. Yeah. I started coming out my. I said, what? Exactly. I can't, I, you know, I stopped going to the doctor. It's, exactly. Even if I'm sick, I'm, I'm not going to the doctor. It's pay tough. Half a million dollars uh, for yeah, this. Yeah. To check out exactly. my cold. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I know. That's not right. Oh, yeah, it's not right. Crazy. And that's if, you, if right. you're feeling bad, you go to the emergency room, you're looking at, you know, it could be several thousand dollars. Easy. That's why people well, don't we see have, doctors. Right, we have right. insurance through Tyson Ranch as well, so yeah. Yeah. you should talk to you about that. Okay, great. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's what I do. This is why I saw my, I, I didn't realize the reason I saw my opera, I saw my check. I mean, uh, the receipt that I had to get to pay the bill. That's <laughs> exactly. For my operation, it's $380,000. $380,000? Yeah, I'm thinking like $38,000. Yeah. $380,000 for an operation? Yeah, man. Yeah. They get you. For they an operation. They charge you for everything. They'll charge this, you whatever they want. They charge bro. for everything, yeah. man. I'm telling you. That it's is just not fair. If you the look at the breakdown, it's probably this long. Thing, that's oh, yeah. on you. On you. Uh, uh, a scalpel that's on you. Yeah. You got to pay for it. Everything yeah. is crazy. Somebody had a cup of water to drink. It's on you. What do you do if you don't have no money? If you're not fortunate to do this stuff, you're fucked, dude. <laughs> you got to fight, man. You got to scrap. You got to do what you can do, man. It's tough. My dad can't afford health it's tough. insurance. It's tough. It is tough. It's tough out there. So that's why you know, I, I, I go back to the adage, man. We have to. That's it. I used to, have to pay that shit. Oh, yeah. I used to come out of my pocket for all that Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Insanity. Then it becomes real. Yeah, it becomes very real. Because you, you know about it, so you've yeah, experienced it. Very it. Real. Neither <laughs> of my parents, actually. Yeah, Absolutely. It yeah. very it's real. fucked. I know. Willie, so what do you do these days, man? So You got this documentary. Got the documentary it's I'm awesome. doing. That's crazy. It's going to take me a couple years to shoot it. I'm doing financial planning through life insurance annuities and you know doing some stocks and bonds and we have a bonding company in, in Vegas we do surety bonds for companies when they're building buildings to guarantee it uh, and I work out a lot you know I, I go to track UCLA the gym I go to gym goes gym work out I still compete in masters I have the masters world record for my age group hell all the yeah, way down dude. I have I've broken 13 world records in a span of 35 years hell yeah Willie yeah so I, I love what I do. I love running and love doing all those type of things. And I, I love my kids. I have two kids. My son's an artist. Mike, he has, my, my kid's 27. And my, my son's 27. My daughter's 31. My daughter just got married last year. My son did a painting of you. And he sold it like right away. It's amazing. Really? Yeah, it's amazing. Ah. He, just, he just did a big one of Spike Lee, which I'm going to show you. Oh, that's it's, sick. Um, it's uh, eight feet by eight feet. It's amazing. It's huge. Dope. Huge. So, I mean, he wanted to do something else of you. See you on Instagram? Him. Yeah, I mean, he's on Instagram. It's Gabe Galt. Gabe Gold. Yeah, so if you look at it, and I'm going to show it to you, Mike, which is it's amazing. So that's, look at that. That's a picture you did of Spike. Oh, wow. Brooklyn. Show, show him him. Cause that's it's a big, dope, dude. See how big he is. Yeah. Look at that. You can see how big he is. That's, that's dope as hell. Yeah, that's off the hook. Yeah, he's six I feet. I want to see the one he did of Mike. Yeah, I, I got to see that. Find that one. I want to know the first thing to do about painting. What's the first stroke? What, <laughs> what do you do? What, how do you do? We got to get Gabe on the pod. No, yeah, absolutely. No, he how would do, love you, to do that. What's the first thing you think of? The first stroke. What am I doing? The first stroke is what? Right. The yeah. first stroke is you get, it's imagination. Okay, you you imagine what you, you want. Concept that? I can't concept. understand that. I, I know. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I look. I have a little bit of authentic artistic drawing abilities, but nothing like him. So first of all, you come up with the image, and then you got to draw the image, and then you paint the image, or you paint the image and you draw the image. 
So it's just it's. I love his things. work, man. Yeah, it's dope you. as hell. Thank yeah, thank you. He's really, it's really cool. He's done a lot of good stuff. An artist is different than anybody. They have a fucking. Oh yeah, insight. They think differently. Yeah, they have to. Cause how do you do that? How do you put you put something as a mirror and they got to put in that in your mind? Uh, yeah, exactly. And it's, you project uh, it. You project yeah, it. Right. Absolutely. Too deep. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. How often are you here, Mike? But you live here, though, right? Well, I, I stay in Newport Beach right, exactly. now. So my often, family. always here. Yeah. Okay. Good. And in Vegas, all the in Vegas. Look, no, not in Vegas. only oh, yeah. here. Yeah, oh, yeah. Vegas is history. Okay. Now. Awesome. Vegas is gone. Okay. Okay. Did cool. you bring the pigeons here, Mike? No, in Vegas. Oh, really? We got. Um, we still live in a house, but we're still looking for another house. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's cool. Well, one of the things, guys, I want to tell you about the Winter Olympics, and uh, I, I was in the 1988 Lake Winter Plastic. Olympics oh, that's at uh, in uh, Calgary. I was there with the Jamaicans. Oh, yeah, the Remember the, yes. the, the movie Jamaican yes, Boston? Of course. Did they cool smoke? Did they smoke? Oh, yeah, of course. Fuck, why you never oh, really? smoke with them? They offer you smoke. <laughs> they offer you. <laughs> they offer you. Oh, they shit. You want some ganja mud? Come on. Ganja mud. Well, you didn't Don't try it. I didn't try it. But those guys came to, Cal- to Calgary. With Wasn't that beautiful stuff. though? It was great. It was Wasn't amazing. That beautiful? It was beautiful. It was great. Oh yeah, yeah it was so awesome. It, it was great. They came with no winter clothes, so we started giving them like winter stuff to to race in and and to wear. And that, their bobsled was just terrible, so they had to get a new bobsled. And of course, they weren't very good, but it was just the the image and the excitement of them being there. And of course, they made a movie about it. And yeah, those guys man. were really cool. Those guys were great. That's so cool. Yeah, it was though. great. Out of all the guys you competed with and played with, and all the athletes, right from from the Olympics from Football, who do you keep in touch with the most? The I, I, I stay in touch with? with my football guys, you know, like Otis and and uh, Richard Dent and Jim McMahon. I stay. You know, in touch. Jim is big in the cannabis. Oh, I know Jim is Jim yeah. is big. Absolutely, yeah. Marcus Allen's one of my best friends. Yeah. Stay in touch with him. Um, Tim Brown, Jerry Rice, Eric Dickerson, all those guys are my buddies. You know, I hang out with those guys. Doctor J, I see him a lot and hang out with him. Doctor J is so cool, man. This is a cool guy. Doctor J is amazing. And, uh, I mean, I hang out with a lot of these guys, man. They're, they're really amazing guys, and I see them all the time on the golf course because we have a golf, t- you know, golf tournament, a lot of that's the celebrity awesome. golf tournaments, so yeah. I see them a lot there, which is good. I mean, because yeah, you get a chance great. to go around the country, they pay for everything, and you play golf, and you get a chance to play golf with your buddies. It's just yeah, a good that's deal. great. That's great. Hell yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, absolutely. You don't What's play golf, your, uh, I never in my life. I really? hit the ball. Listen, what happened one day? One <laughs> day I swing. On no, listen to this. One day I'm there. getting ready to hit the ball, and I swing, and it leaves my hand. Go <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and it's getting ready to hit this car, and I'm oh, like, oh, God. I'm going to have to pay for this damn car. God, thank God I didn't hit right, the car. Exactly. Oh. But the thing, about, the thing about golf, Mike, is this. Everybody started there. Everybody yeah. started the same place. Yeah, No sure. matter what. Everybody started, couldn't hit the ball. No matter yeah. what, you was this big. And that ball's hard to hit. It's hard to yeah. hit. It's this big, hard to hit. But it's a great sport because, it's a great business sport because you have the attention of someone for three or four hours that you yeah. can make deals, you can learn a lot about someone. If they cheat, if they, oh, you know. listen, if whatever, I, you know? About, I used to walk, though. They're playing, I'm walking oh, yeah, and exactly. talking. And, and you can putt? Deal. No, I don't play. I used to walk. And you can putt, though. But you can putt, too, though, which is good. <laughs> So especially in the right, especially in the celebrity golf tournaments, because you play scramble and it doesn't really matter. You yeah, got five guys hit the ball, the doesn't best. matter. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it's really good. But I play a lot of golf. I yeah. love golf. That's yeah, awesome. Great. What's your handicap? I'm probably about a ten to twelve, depending on how much it's I play. Good man. Yeah, You'd be surprised how many people cheat in golf. Oh, oh yeah. Hell well, yeah. you tell no, a lot about you. No, really. Oh, a lot yeah, of no. people in golf cheat. That freaked me. I said, why are they cheating? How the fuck? What the fuck are they cheating for? Yeah. Because they want their score. Golf, they want their score. How, how can you cheat? The fucking everybody's watching you. How the fuck are you gonna cheat? 
You feel me though? Every, I know. That's what I need to understand about yeah. the, how you cheating. Everybody's watching you. You're cheating in front of everybody. Yeah. That's crazy. Falling way over there. I know, I'll right? just drop one I'll here. I'll just drop one here. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Oh, I just, I, I got it in two. Or I got it in four, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are grown men. I, I know. I, that freaking I know, exactly. I, can't I know. It. I, it's these crazy. are grown men. Dude. That's a trip. It's a trip because yeah. they want their handicap to be, you yeah. know, lower. Yeah. Instead of working, they want to just say, oh, don't worry. Yeah. I, that's, uh. a, that's a give me. And the putts from here to the wall, that's a give me. No, yeah, that's not yeah. a give me. Right, exactly. That's not a give me. No, that's like you a two putt. four foot putt. <laughs> that's a two putter. Yeah. Maybe. It's no, funny. It's but a it's, a good, it's a great sport, though. Thank I you. Oh, awesome. Do you miss all those times you had? You said, wait, we should oh, have more time. Do you say, I of wish course. I could do it again? Of course. Well, you, you, also, I think, Mike, you know, you miss the camaraderie with the yeah. guys and the people and the fans. And you miss that. I mean, especially in a team sport like football, like track is an individual sport and like boxing is an individual sport. But you have that camaraderie with yeah. the team and you're there, you're training in training camp or and, and then when you get for the fight, you're all together. It's all for one thing. It's so you go out and win, do your best. But I miss I miss that. I, mean, I miss the camaraderie with the guys on the bus trips and going in town and going to movies yeah. and going to different cities and, and coming out and playing the game and, and, and have that that genuine like on the next guy, your guy you're playing with, and that brotherhood, that brothership, and to understand that we're all fighting for one thing that's to win, to win a Super Bowl. And we were able to do that that one year, and it was so valuable. That's and, so and valuable. powerful, man. Oh, yeah. So, pa- so powerful. Well, that's how it was for boxers and amateurs. We all loved it. We rooted for it. We fought yep. somebody else. Maybe. But once we became professional, it came about money. Oh, yeah. We, boom, bitter oh, yeah. enemies. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's like different. Yeah. You, mean, you have your guys. I mean, like someone is a different uh, division, then it's okay. It's like, okay, yeah. cool. You never, but if someone in your division is like, yeah. okay, you got to, because you got mad to fight him one day. Yes. It's like, forget that, man, because right. I don't want to feel nothing about you. I just want to go <laughs> yeah. and knock you out. Yeah. That was the thing. So, yeah. That's real talk. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. That's crazy, That's man. crazy. That's sports, man. Sports is, I, look, if I was a coach somewhere or parents, I would require my kids to, to do sports. Sports teach you so much about life. About I mean, character. It builds character, man. It builds character. It builds, you know, camaraderie. It, it teaches you how to work with a team. I mean, to be able to be on the team and to be able to work together is what life is all about. You, you know? overcome your fears. Overcome your fears of yeah. being not good enough or, you know, even if you're not as good as that guy, you can work toward that. I mean, sports give you an opportunity to, to work to be the best that you can be. I mean, look, I'll never be a boxer like you, the boxer that you were, but I can work to be the best of my ability. And that's what sports is all about. It's about and trying to do your best. And about your psychological opinion Absolutely. about yourself, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, because there's guys out there that talk and talk, and you know what I mean? And I'm this and I'm that and this and that and I'm this and I'm the best. And they don't have nothing. And there's guys that have everything and don't think much of themselves. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. They don't, they don't think right. much of themselves. Right. They don't have a good self-esteem, but they do. They got it all. They got it all. Right. Absolutely. And they just it's don't understand it. It's very interesting. It's interesting well, it's, how uh, different guys are like that. Right. You're right. Yeah. Because of the mind. And mind is crazy. Mind can play tricks on you. Oh, you it's, meditate, not, it's not really? your friend. Your mind is not your right. friend. I, I don't meditate. I just, I think clearly. I don't meditate. Okay. I, I just think clearly. Well, yeah, all the you've time. never. I've never, you know, I, 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 look, this is what I do. In any situation, I don't rush to judge anything. I take a beat. You know, I think about how it's going to affect me, how it's going to affect my kids, my family, the person around me, and me in the future. And then I make a decision. So I try to never rush and make any decisions. So when you think like that, because we get, you know, sometimes we get in a situation where we're like upset. You've got to make a decision. But go, okay, let me take a beat. One, two, three. Let me think about what I'm doing. And then you do it. Then you react. So if you do that, then you make much better decisions because it's all about making a decision. We make a decision either go to the left 
or go to the right. And if you're in a, a situation where you're upset and the left is making you upset, you're going to go there. As opposed to if you sit and think and go, wait a minute, that's danger over there. Let me just go this way. Then you will make that decision. And that's what I try to teach my kids and, and people I talk to. I go, look, when you're in a crowded situation or in a, uh, a, a situation where you're angry, don't make a decision. Think about it first. Think about how it's going to affect you, how it's going to affect your family, your surrounding, the person you're affecting, and you in the future. And then you make a decision. Then you'll make a much better decision. And that's, why I try to, that's what I try to do. I try to do that every day in my life, and it's just a part of who I am. You know? so, You've programmed yourself. Programmed myself that. to do that. Yeah. Program myself yeah. to do that. So many people, you know, in this day and age, they don't have any like clue about how to do that, though. You they know? don't because they've never done it. Right. Never no, heard right. of it. I, I had to be beaten into submission. Oh yeah. <laughs> I couldn't know. I didn't yeah. want to do it. I had to be beaten into submission. Right. Because my main objective was destroying myself. Right. Mm. Not even conscious of. Not it. even conscious of it because yeah. that's just the way you because you didn't know anything else. That's what you knew. That's what you came I was from. living. Um, I was dying to live. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I was dying to live. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was very fortunate, Mike, that you know when I look at my situation, I had a great mother and a father. I still have a great father. My mother passed away a couple of years ago. But I had a great mother and father who was always there for me. They let me make decisions early in my life, like to go to college. They go, look, we're not going to tell you where to go to college. You go where you think you should go, and then if you don't like it, then you blame yourself. You can't blame me, <laughs> which I thought was very smart for me, for me. And so they were always there. They're still always there. They taught me right from wrong. My mother taught me how to cook. I can cook anything in the kitchen. So, so I don't really skill. need anything. I, mean, I, can, go, I can do everything myself. So I would, my dad taught me. My dad has a sixth-grade education. He knows how to tear an engine out of a car and put it back together. He knows all general plumbing, electrician, carpentry. He did all that. So he taught me all that stuff. So little stuff around my house, I can do all. I can do electrician. I can do little plumbing. I can do, you know, carpentry. I can do all that stuff. So mechanic? because my dad, of course, a little. Yeah. Now, I don't mess with mechanics because cars these days are crazy. Yeah, yeah. But everything else I can do. I mean, it, when stuff break around the house, because when you got a house, Mike, you know. Uh, there's always something to do constantly always the something water fucked oh, yeah, up the, the toilet the yeah, right, exactly. toilet yeah. a fucking uh, leak uh, in the kitchen uh, exactly. uh, exactly. you get <laughs> one thing fixed oh, yeah. something else it's always something up. so so I can do those little general things you know because I'll call a, a guy maintenance well I can be there in two weeks well I need you now so now, I just go and do second. it exactly I need to, so I go and do it so I was very fortunate to have those type my of my wife would go on internet and find a YouTube and say how do you fix the leak how do you fix the plumbing find out my wife does that too yeah and she's like, look, idiot, yeah. this is how you do it. And I'm like, so I just go and I do don't it. need that. I, I just go and do it now, yeah. so it's cool. So, yeah, it's really cool. No, but it's good to learn. It's interesting. Uh, you know, I'm only 31, but right. I've owned my home for, I don't know, four years now. It's interesting. I'm, like, becoming an adult. Life has yeah. changed oh, so yeah. much. You know, before it was always the man had to work and the woman had to stay home. Now it's about a family network. We have yeah. to work together. Yeah. You're right. Work you together. Know, we have, have to. to. Work together. You got to work together. Yeah. It's crazy. Because that didn't work. The mother staying at home and the father just working. That didn't work. That didn't come no, exactly. successful for the yeah, kids. Exactly. Yeah. Didn't yeah. work. Yeah. And it's a different day. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it didn't work. Especially in California, man. It's we have to be yeah. with each, We have to be in each other's presence as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You know, communicate. Yeah, communication. Communication. Yeah. Understand communication. That's a key. That's yeah. another ask, thing. Ask them what you want. Absolutely. They ask them what you want. Yeah. Got to ask them what you want. You got to tell them what you want. Tell them what you're going to do. So we're all on the same page. Yeah, that's what everything is about being on the same page. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Willie, thanks for coming yeah, man, in, it's brother. My pleasure. This is great. I thank you. I appreciate. It. I mean, appreciate the opportunity. Any grandkids? Not yet. Oh, yeah. My daughter okay. said a couple more years. So cool. yeah. So Sweet, I'm, I'm looking man. forward to that at some point. That'll be great. Yeah, for sure. You'll be a fucking badass oh, grandpa. My kids, man. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I ran my kids awful. to death. 
I used to run them all the time. Yeah. They go, Dad, that's enough. That's enough. Let's keep running. Yeah. <laughs> tired out. <laughs> hey, man, that's a great thing yeah. to instill in your kid. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, exercise and fitness and taking care of your body. Right. That's... But, Mike, I'm going to get my son to do another painting. But I want to give it to you. I, wanna, I would appreciate okay. that. that. So, would be so what, what awesome. I want to do is that I want, I want you to find the very best picture of you that you want. Something that you want. So I want this okay, paint of me. Cool. And that's what we're going to do, okay? I'll dig it. I'll do That'd it, okay? That'd be dope as right. hell. And we're going we're to give it to you. you. You tell us what size you want and we'll make it that size. I'll probably get a family paint. Okay, so. whatever you want, man, okay? Be dope be as good. hell. Thank you so much. My pleasure, brother. Thanks, Willie. My pleasure, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. I'm going to quick selfie Michael here with oh, you. So what year were you born, Willie? I was born in 1960. Let me just wrap right. this. You aged my brother. Oh, yeah. Thank Great you. episode, Mike. Thank you very much, Evan. Excellent episode, everybody. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe on YouTube. Tell your friends. Tell your family. We love you guys. Until next time, we're out of here. Out of here. Peace.